Welcome to Helping Challenging Children. I am Dr. Pat McGuire, author of Never Assume Getting to Know Children Before Labeling Them. I am also a developmental pediatrician who has worked for over 30 years helping children, adolescents, and families learn how to get along and create the best environment to create happy, healthy, and productive adults. This podcast provides knowledge and support to help parents and professionals survive and thrive with challenging children. Each episode will look at a topic that affects how children develop, learn, and behave. Hi, Dr. Pat McGuire here. I was reminded over the last couple of weeks about the need to keep what I say simple. Now, what happened was some people were asking me why my podcasts are always so short. And the reason is that I want to focus on one piece of information or one fact so that people can think about it for the next week and see how to apply it to the children that they interact with, be it as a parent, a teacher, a child care provider, or someone uh, who helps them with behavioral issues like psychologists and social workers. But it also was very apparent to me as I have talked with my mother. Now, my mother is in her 90s, and as is common at that age, there are some issues with the flexibility of what we call cognitive processing, the ability to handle and manipulate information so that actions can be taken quickly. What I have found with my mother is that I have to keep sentences short. I have to give space between what I say so that she can finish processing what I said. And if I am going to tell her how to do something, I give her one step at a time. Now, this is exactly what I've been telling parents and teachers to do with kids that have one of the, any one of the six neurodevelopmental disorders. And these are intelligence disorders, autism spectrum disorders, language disorders, ADHD, learning disorders, and movement disorders. What is common with all of them is issues with processing and making sense of what they're hearing. A lot of parents and teachers would tell me, well, I told them what to do. I gave them the directions, but they didn't do it the way they were supposed to. And when you ask the child, what you get is a lot shorter and often out of sequence. And that's why things didn't turn out right. I have encouraged parents and teachers to provide a visual map or a visual list of what they are saying verbally. My mother has found this very helpful also as my sister helps her know what's happening each week. My mother doesn't do well with the traditional calendars anymore, and so she needs them on a list with one item followed by another item in one item at, at, a, at a row. 
And this is exactly the way kids function because they struggle with visual temporal issues and sequential issues. So if everything is one item, followed on the next line by the next item, followed the next line by the next item, they will do better. I especially remember one young girl in my practice who I began using a visual list with so that we could get through the sessions to help her with transition skills, social skills, and sharing skills. When she didn't have the list, she would get stressed because she wasn't sure what was coming next, even though she had, quote, been told, unquote. It became more of a reality to her mother when one time I, un I intentionally did not bring out the list just to see how she would do. And halfway through the visit, she started getting agitated and said, where is the list? What do we do next? And so I brought it out. And after that, she calmed down and was able to go through the rest of the visit with just a little bit of frustration because these were skills that she was learning and so were still difficult. So for the next week, I'd like you to think about what might have been missing as you were communicating with the children in your life? Were they non-compliant because they were mad at you? Or were they non-compliant because they did what they thought you wanted, but they were missing some elements because they couldn't process and hold on to all of the information at once? It really does help to present information in more than one sensory modality. To see, to hear, to do are all very important. Some kids can't write down things as they're being told because that's added processing. So you need to write it down for them. So for the next week, look at how to improve your communication with those children who you find challenging. I'll see you next time.